0: Hello everyone and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) If you can't tell by Jerry's uh, very sour voice there, the Carolina Panthers have just lost another game three in a row now. Uh, This went to the Vikings 34-28 in overtime. uh, Panthers wasted a furious late fourth quarter comeback. By Sam Darnold and the boys uh, tied up at 28 ended up losing on the first possession of overtime the Vikings just drove right down the field uh, pretty much as they've been doing the whole game and got a touchdown so we'll talk about it Um, just overall kind of thoughts right now Jerry how you feeling
1: I feel like this team is not any good honestly I felt completely different three weeks ago obviously but This team is really bad. It's badly coached. A lot of stupid coaching errors. um, Just, you know, a lot of stupid penalties. The offense is just boring to watch. It's pathetic. Pure pathetic to the point where I'm saying, should Joe Brady be fired in the middle of the season? That's a legitimate question I'm having now. And that should somebody else take over? Because no one else, this team just looks pathetic. The off the defense, which is the strength, had zero sacks. I think this game, I mean, they got some pressure, but they got zero sacks against Kirk Cousins, who's more of a statue quarterback, who dropped down at 48 times.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and Panthers by you know, conversely gave up four sacks and some of them just in, in really bad times, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not quite ready to give up on the season yet. Yeah, I don't think you're saying that you are either, but uh, this has been a rough 3 weeks. The Panthers I think have are closer to the team we've seen the last 3 weeks than they are the team we saw the first 3 weeks. Um unfortunately, this is a, a very winnable game for the Panthers. Yeah. That they you know, that they played terrible for the vast majority of this game. The fact that this game even got into overtime yeah was the Panthers didn't deserve to win this. No, like, Minnesota. Say that. Like
1: yeah. Minnesota outplayed Carolina this week. And again. every,
0: you know, pretty much every facet of the game. And the Panthers had, you know, a block punt. They had, um, uh, what was it a turnover? You know, down towards their own goal line. Uh, so they, they had a couple of plays that kept them in the game. A lot of penalties that went the Panthers' way to keep drives moving. Because the offense couldn't do it. I am agreeing with you on Joe Brady. Like, we've talked about it the last few weeks. His offense is not imaginative. It's not fooling anyone. There's nothing the Panthers are doing that's making anyone say, whoa, where did that come from? Or You know, no, what a play call there. It just doesn't happen. That, that no. The Panthers aren't getting any of that. Um, the receivers are, today especially, that like, Sam played bad. Like, let's not. We're not giving Sam Darnold a pass at all. And Jerry and I I think feel a little differently on Sam Darnold. I'm not quite as uh, doom and gloom on Sam Darnold. I think as you are, Jerry. But the receivers today did not help Sam at all. Nope. When he when he actually made good throws, they were not catching them. I mean, yep. uh, some of them just this bouncing off their hands, bouncing off their chest plates. They're just not even. I I don't. I can't even explain it. I don't even know what happened out there. But really, until that last drive, and even on the last drive, yeah, it was one that just bounced right off DJ Moore's it's, hands. I
1: mean, <laughs> DJ Moore dropped a touchdown that would have given yeah. them a shorter way to come back, yeah. and he just dropped it. So they had to go back, got a field goal instead, and had to drive the length of the field again. I mean, that's yeah. just pathetic. Pathetic yeah. all around. This whole offense deserves a, this L. They all do. The defense did better but
0: defense doesn't get a pass they gave up 570 yards yeah 34 points again no sacks the defense isn't at full strength we know that but man that's that's a lot of yards and points to give up Mm -hmm. to expect Mm -hmm. to win a game and i know it went into overtime but they were right at 500 yards offense before overtime started so tough um Well, let's go ahead and get into our key plays of the game here, Jerry. I'll kick it off, and you can take the next one. First key play of the game here, um, right off the bat, (laughs) first play of the game, Sam Darnold passed short right and tender for Robbie Anderson, intercepted by Rashard Breeland. And that was sort of the theme for the game, uh, trying to force the ball to Robbie Anderson when there wasn't a play to be made. Robbie Anderson didn't. I think. I think Robbie Anderson could have made a better play on the ball here. To at least break the pass up, and Breland got it, and you know the the uh, Vikings scored you know on their first possession. But again, that sort of set the tone, right? That and and it was you know the first play of the game. I mean, come on, like give us something to believe in here. Like, why did not he run
1: the ball? Why did he try to throw that ball? It was so. And they they were trying to go
0: downfield. They were trying to go downfield immediately. And the play was covered. The, the Vikings, by the way, they came out, they knew exactly what to do against the Panthers on defense. Yeah. They knew I, exactly how to play these, these receivers.
1: The Vikings played a great game. Let, let's yeah. not take anything away from the Vikings. Yeah. They were way better coached. They were way yep. better prepared. Yes, they had a <laughs> lot of penalties. But so did the Panthers. It, it, Coach Rule... He can't be on a hot seat due to his contract, but he probably should be on a hot seat. I'll put it that way. This slide has looked miserable. They, this team has looked awful in these three games. Oh, sorry. I, I know I'm supposed to be That's going okay. on to the Go second ahead. Ahead. <laughs> second key play. Second to 10 at Minnesota 35. Kirk Cousin passed short right. Uh, Jefferson caught the ball, got up to the 41, and fumbled it. AJ Boya punched the ball out and recovered by Hassan Reddick. And Hassan Reddick returned it to the twenty-two. That led to the touchdown. I remember this play dramatically because I was screaming, get in the end zone because the offense won't score.
0: <laughs> right. I
1: literally screamed that at the
0: TV. Someone tweeted shockingly... out. Bad, bad job by the defense there for not scoring. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. Oh now that was a great play and and on it, you know, at that point. Again, that's that's in the first quarter. That's, you know, the Panthers yeah. are on their way to, you know, the uh, Vikings are moving the ball, and Panthers had just gone three and out, not looking good, or not no. three and out. I think I think they had made one first down, but it was, you know, it, they punted. Um, so to get that ball back right there, especially return it to the eighteen, and then two plays later get in for the touchdown. Uh, two yeah. rushes, by the way, later yeah. didn't throw the ball at all. And they score. Look at there. Um, that was a big play of the game. All right. We're going to skip all the way to the fourth quarter here. We know a lot of plays happened in between that are, you know, key yeah. plays. but we're Key just plays we can't
1: do them. like 20.
0: Yeah, <laughs> This game was crazy. Like this yeah. game was all over the place. Um, but we're going to go fourth, fourth down in the fourth quarter. Panthers at their own four-yard line. Uh, I believe I saw that Pete. Uh, no, is it Pro Football Reference tweeted out? The Panthers had a one percent chance of winning the game at this point. Yeah. Um, Forty-five yard or forty-one yard pass to Ian Thomas down the middle of the field. Uh, perfectly thrown pass. Yeah. Ian Thomas, for once, catches the ball. You know, on a game like today, where no one was and, catching. And the ball. very Ian good Thomas coverage. Nice it was. Just... Yeah. Just a great pass, honestly, great pass, and that's what Sam Donald can do, and it drives you crazy because he's got the talent, he just isn't consistent.
1: It, and but that was what a perfect was. pass. That's that's what he was in college, and that's what he was at yeah. the Jets, and that's what he is here. He is never going to become anything more. That is. Oh,
0: that's what Jerry says. I, you know, I, I don't necessarily agree. Um, I think with better protection players that can catch the ball i think if, if everyone catches the balls that are thrown to them if there are one or two drops mm-hmm. instead of 10 or 11 that the panthers win this game
1: yeah that, that's but, a good point
0: i mean but i, I mean honestly and, and drives keep moving and i i just think that i'm not putting this whole loss on sam am oh, and not... i don't think you are either no, i don't no, no, think no. you are either but a lot oh. of people are
1: oh no i don't put yeah. this on Darnold. honestly i put this more on the receivers robbie anderson in particular We'll talk about
0: Robbie Anderson. Yeah, we'll talk about him.
1: All right, moving on to key plays of the game. Fourth quarter, six seconds left, second and 10 at Carolinas 29. Joseph misses a 47-yard field goal wide right, putting this game into overtime.
0: There's a chance. And there's a chance. I mean, yeah, I was screaming at the top of my lungs. Uh, The kids and the wife are gone. Today, and my cat was very concerned with the sounds coming out of this (laughs) office because I was just yelling and screaming that whole, you know, really last two minutes, I guess, of the fourth quarter. Um, Huge play. It takes us into overtime, and that's where it all falls apart. Uh, Second and 13 at the Carolina 27, about five and a half minutes left in overtime. Kirk Cousins, deep left pass to uh, Osborne for 27 yards and the touchdown. Um, you know, not very good coverage, but they, they just went right down the field. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, the Panthers couldn't stop them. I don't know if the defense was gassed. I don't know what the play calling was. Um, you know, I was hoping to see some more pressure coming from the Panthers. You know, cousins had a lot of time back there to throw the ball. They just made several nice plays in the fourth quarter or the overtime, excuse me, to win the game. I mean, and again, this
1: defense so- didn't play good. I mean, no. the defense has been great all season, but this week they they gave it up, I mean, to the Vikings. I mean, the Vikings, hats off, they, they dominated this great defense and this pass rush was non-existent, really. I mean, yeah, they got a couple pressures and caught, caught some early throws, but they made Kirk Cousins not make a mistake. They did not... That sack or... Brian Burns overshot Kirk Cousins on like a second and 10 on overtime. And if that was if, the play, I think, a, yeah. and if you would have taken him down, cause him a third and 16, I think it's a different ballgame. But yeah, Brian Burns needs to learn how to not overshoot so much. That's like the yeah. fourth time this season where a m- stable quarterback, not even like a mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, he overshoots him. And the quarterback is able to escape, make a throw, or escape and make a five to huge run. I mean, it's he's got to calm down and figure out to square up a little bit more.
0: Kirk Cousins' over under for rushing um, yards in this game before the game was two and a half yards. Okay. Kirk Cousins is not a mobile quarterback. Kirk Cousins is not even a guy that can make moves around in the pocket to make guys miss. I mean, he's just not that kind of guy. Um, that yeah that was a play that i think we should add to our key plays honestly was that the missed sack there because i think it turned into it was that cousins ran that ball for what 16 yards i think that was
1: yeah that was his that was long the, so 16 yeah. So, so yeah
0: that was um a huge play in the game
1: and it was a first down so
0: yeah yep kept the kept the drive moving and uh a play that that had the Panthers gotten it, that would have been their first sack of the game, and what a huge spot to get mm-hmm. it in! Didn't happen. Didn't happen. All right. Um, what you want to talk about? You want to Let, let's look at the
1: horrible stats. The horrible okay, stats.
0: Horrible stats. Um, we'll start with the Panthers. Uh, so Sam Darnold, seventeen of forty one, two hundred seven yards. Again, a lot of that coming on that last drive there. Mm-hmm. Um one touchdown, one interception. Uh those stats don't look as bad as it was.
1: No. It was uh, it awful. was
0: terrible. He was um again, we talked about the drop passes and it, and there were a lot. And I would say at least 10. And I think there were more.
1: Yeah, I mean But I'm
0: going to say 10.
1: I know DJ Moore who rarely has any had two, maybe three. I think he had 3. And Robbie Anderson had about five.
0: Yeah. Uh Chuba, Chuba had, at had least two. two or three. Yeah. I mean, they, they, uh, Trimble had one. I mean, there were several, um, but Sam was not good in this game. Mm -hmm. Um, he didn't make good decisions. He threw the ball often into contested areas, um, got rid of the ball really quickly sometimes in terms of, you know, throwing it out of bounds when I think he had some time to kind of move around and, see if anything was developing but i think that first t- interception he threw really spooked him he was just never right after that
1: i feel like he needs to learn how to if if his first and second read are gone and he's already outside the pocket because the o-line is nothing but gar- hot garbage out there which yeah. it is yeah. he needs to tuck it and run he needs to tuck it and run get those two three yards and get down
0: I mean, honestly, I'm fine with him
1: holding it and to get knocked out. I want to see P.J. Walker because he's not it, but.
0: (sighs) Okay, well, I'm not going to say that I wish he would do that so he got hurt, but, (laughs) I mean, he had a nice run in this game. I don't want him uh, to get hurt. That was just. I know, I know. He had 48 yards rushing as well, uh, 30 of them coming on one play. But uh, I agree with you, and that was something uh, that I was thinking, you know, early in the game, really Mm -hmm. into the third quarter when he just wasn't doing anything it wasn't effective at all why isn't he tucking this and running there are lanes yeah he's he- just throwing it out of bounds i mean if the reads aren't there go you know get two or three yards like you said make something positive happen take a and big I, hit make your offense get up a little bit you yeah. know make the the, the stand the uh, crowd that was 75 percent vikings fans make them get excited you know I mean, yeah. make, make your O-line happen.
1: protect you after a cheap shot. I mean, I hate saying it like that, but, you know, yeah. that sometimes rallies the team. And unfortunately, yeah. that offense had no rallying until the fourth quarter.
0: No. I mean, Jonathan Vilma on the broadcast was saying, you know, really, like in the second quarter, he was like, they need to change something up. They need to go up tempo. They need to mm-hmm. do something to change this game because what they're doing is not working. And they would just huddle right back up. They would, you know, obviously they're not listening to Jonathan Vilma, but he's right. Like they should have done something.
1: I absolutely agree. And I was thinking the exact same thing when Jonathan Vilma. First of all, I thought the commentators were pretty good this week. Yeah, I know we've had Greg Olson two weeks, but I guess I've been so scorned by (laughs) Rondé Barber over my years where when I hear a fairly decent amount of honest broadcasting, it's just like, oh, that's nice. But I agree, not biased
0: in any way. Yeah, they were very down the middle. Yeah, I liked it. And Jonathan Velma, I mean, it was really, you know, making fun of Robbie Anderson like, the whole game. But Robbie I mean,
1: Anderson deserved
0: it. He deserved it. Yeah, he deserved it. <laughs> um, all right, so Chuba 16 carries for 61 yards and a touchdown. Uh, got his first touchdown of his career in this mm-hmm. game. So congrats to Chuba. And, you know, you and I were talking a little bit <clears throat> during the game about Chuba's usage, and um, I thought they, they used him – Pretty well in this game. 16 carries. I, I thought they should have gone to him earlier, but once they went to him, they they handed it to him almost every series, like every set See, of third down. I, I downs. felt like
1: the, they they delayed it. They kept trying to make Darnold become this like savior, throwing it yeah. constantly, and then like <clears throat> at one time it was like ten passes to five run plays, and it was yeah. Just that's like, what I'm saying. That's what I'm like, saying. Like they went to him
0: later than they should have. They you need. But to once control. they did. You know he he and he was okay.
1: He's averaging three point eight yards per carry. Okay, that's that's decent. But Sam that's Donald's not great, averaging but it's, fi- it's okay, averaging five yards per completion and throwing forty one times. I'd prefer at but least. That, yep. one. and that <laughs> and
0: by the way, that's generous because that's at the end of the game at yes. the point that we're talking about. He was probably averaging two zero yards a throw. You know, at if that because like, he
1: because he was. I think two for 10, three for 10. He looked pure like garbage out there. He was throwing it everywhere. And it was just, oh. And I was like, give Chuba a chance. I hate saying this as he's a backup running back, but it's time to start trying to ride him a little bit because Sam in this receiving core and offensive line can't handle it. Can't hold this game. And then that sucks up some of the um, safeties and stuff that maybe you can get a play action. I, I don't Do you, know. I don't understand what Joe Brady's thought process is. This is not LSU against, you know, BFU college. You know, you're not going <laughs> to. <laughs> BFU.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, look, I mean, at the end of the day, 41 passes to, you know, it's 23 carries, technically. That's two to one. And they were down a lot in the second half. They were throwing the ball a lot. But yes, we, we need to see more more diverse play calling. Yeah. That's all we want. More diverse play calling. And if you're gonna throw the ball, don't don't do the same plays every time. Like that's what they're doing. Play the, action. The, the Vikings out. knew what was gonna happen here. Yeah. Yeah, Sam's in the pocket every time he's throwing the ball. Move him out. The I, offensive line sucks. Kirk get Cousins. Give him some space. Kirk Cousins
1: did a play action rollout to their tied in four or we'll five times, that. and it skinned our defense oh. every year. But our offense decides, oh yeah. no, we're too good for that, even though their offensive no, I want to talk about. I want
0: to. I want to give Phil Bray, or Phil Snow some shit later uh, about that. Well, the one play that Kirk Cousins kept running that kept working every single time. All right, let's finish up Panthers here. Uh, DJ Moore, five receptions, seventy three yards, thirteen targets, um, a lot of drops. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian Thomas, one for forty one. Uh, Zilstra, three Ooh. for thirty two. Shy Smith, two for twenty. Uh, Robbie Anderson, three for eleven on eleven targets, eleven yards on eleven targets, and a touchdown—the <sighs> big touchdown, of course—at the uh, in the fourth quarter there. But man, Robbie Anderson, what is going on? I mean, it's time. Like, can we trade him? Can we get anything for him? No one would or trade he, for is him. Is he a waste? He's just a waste of money now. I mean, this he- is now six games into the season. He has done nothing absolutely nothing. And he pitched a fit last week, begging for the ball. They throw it to him 11 times, and he literally dropped at least five balls That's a, that he should have caught. Ever since that
1: Dallas game where they everybody was like, oh, we need to get him more involved, mm-hmm. they have tried to target him. They have tried to target him, and he is not responding. It is whether Darnold or not. I mean, he has 29 targets and only 12 receptions this season. They need to stop targeting him. If Terrace Marshall didn't get lambasted on an illegal hit, which, yeah, was definitely illegal, I would say go ahead and start looking at Marshall on the opposite side of DJ Moore and bringing in Robbie Anderson as spot-up duty. Even though I'm disappointed in Terrace Marshall, I've seen him catch more consistently than Robbie Anderson.
0: And he got a concussion today, unfortunately. Terrace Marshall did. But, oh, okay. Um, and you were actually being a little generous. The that the stats you read about how many targets to receptions, that was actually before the game today. So he actually oh. has 40 targets and 15 receptions.
1: Oh, oh, yay.
0: And since that Dallas game, or really since the Houston game, right, where, they, where he was called out. The Dallas game, he had 11 targets. Philadelphia, 7 targets. Minnesota, 11 targets. So... The first three games, he had 11 total targets. So they have obviously made a concerted effort to get him the ball, and he's not done anything with it. He's had, He's got about the same amount of yards the last three games as he had the first three games on at least double the targets, maybe triple the targets. Insane. Um, looking at defense here, Keith Taylor led the team in, in uh, tackles at mm-hmm. 10, 10 to- solo tackles. Uh, he, Jermaine Carter, and Sean Chandler all had 10 total tackles. Um, no sacks to talk about. Um, I don't know what else you want to talk about on the, on the defensive stats. I
1: Keith Taylor had a couple plays, good plays, but other than that, I mean, he, he got picked on in coverage. I mean, yeah. At the beginning of the game, I thought, Hey, Keith Taylor may become my hero, but he just kept getting picked on. Yes. He made the open field tackle after they caught it, but he was letting them get open to make those tackles. It's just so heartening. I like Shaq Thompson, I, you need to come back because man, you are yeah. so needed in this defense. And Jeremy Chin, we need to drop yeah, him but. down in the box. This is this is dumb now. He is not making the plays he did last year.
0: Yeah, I saw Chin. Chin made some plays out there today, but not. He's not the force that he yes. was last year at all. Uh, but he had nine tackles, so he was right there with those guys. But um, one pass defense for him. Um. Yeah, Keith Taylor should not be playing as much as he's playing. I mean, obviously, we know the Panthers are hurting on defense in terms of personnel, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, if everyone's healthy, I think this, obviously, this is a different game if everyone's healthy. But we're not going to blame the the injuries on this loss because the Panthers still should have won this game. I mean, to be honest.
1: It's the NFL. you got to deal with injuries. I
0: mean,
1: Keith Taylor is a rookie starting out there, like, against – Thielen, so, I mean...
0: (laughs) You got Thielen and Jefferson out there, and we'll talk about them in a second. But um, just real quick, uh, I thought Zane Gonzalez had a really good day today. Um, Hit all of his kicks, and when it really mattered the most, he started kicking it through the end zone. Now, earlier in the game, he was not kicking it in the end zone, and there were some really nice returns from the Vikings. So I thought overall, special teams, not a great job today. Now they did have the touchdown. Mm -hmm. so a bit a mixed bag for them for sure but uh there was a point that i tweeted out can we fire chase blackburn because the the special teams looked so bad
1: yeah i mean special teams and offense have looked horrendous this year overall just the whole year and the defense looked bad this week i mean
0: yeah um ryan winslow the the uh, punter that the panthers brought up because of charlton's injury looked fine Six punts, uh, average of 40 yards, three of them inside the 20. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Looking at the Vikings, we'll go through this quickly uh, because it hurts. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 33 of 48, 373 yards, three touchdown passes. Dalvin Cook, 29 carries, 140 yards, and a touchdown. Also had t- uh, two receptions for three yards. So 31 touches for Dalvin Cook. Um, also, C.J. Ham, one for 30, a big 30-yard rush by and you knew it
1: was going down. up the middle but yet mm-hmm. he yep. he went in untouched and got those yards yep. i mean
0: yep uh feeling 11 receptions 126 yards and a touchdown justin jefferson eight for 80 uh, you know those were the two right those are the yeah two of the best receivers in the league and they both did what they were supposed to do and then you had osborne six for 78 and that big touchdown at the end so that's really it. I mean, that's most of their catches are from those three guys. I thought uh, Dante Conklin. did
1: pretty well today against Jefferson. That being
0: said, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, he wasn't he ended on up him. With eight all... for 80. So, yeah. No, I, mean, I agree. Out I mean, of 14 Je- Dante, target, wasn't no. yeah, Dante wasn't the problem today. No. Dante wasn't the problem um, today. We should mention Tyler Conklin. they tight tied in 3 for 71. And all of them, I think, on that same play.
1: Yeah, same <laughs> where, style play. Over yeah, and over again.
0: Cousins rolls out and... He's got Conklin, he's got Thielen, he's got Jefferson, most of them wide open. They almost hit Jefferson in the very beginning of the game on that exact play. Mm-hmm. And Vilma was talking about, you're going to see that play more because they're you know, rushing the ball up the middle. They're not getting a couple of yards, but they're using that to do this bootleg play for future. Yeah. And almost like two plays later, they did it. Yeah. And they kept doing it because... Because didn't there the was defensive no end
1: would not stay back. Day was always yeah. gun ho on the running back, and then yep. then you know Kirk Cousins could just dance out there, give time, and then get tight end was always wide open for whoever was yep. post cover So.
0: Yep. Uh looking at the defense, so Harrison Smith led them in tackles with nine. Uh there were four sacks for the Vikings. Uh you had Watts, uh Barron Tomlinson combined for one, and James Lynch. And then uh yeah, Eric Kendricks also had a sack. So um I, I thought overall the Panthers' offensive line wasn't terrible in this game. Like they had they gave him some time, but it did seem like There wasn't a lot of positives when they really needed them to step up. So,
1: I mean, grading on scale of this offensive line, I would say they did B minus. But that's on the B minus on a curve.
0: Oh, that's generous.
1: That's on a curve. Their curve. Now, if they were just a normal (laughs) offensive line, that would say probably more like D.
0: (laughs) Yeah, D plus maybe. Yeah, I was going to say a C just because I thought they were, well, maybe a C minus. I think they were slightly worse than average, but uh, not great.
1: Better than they have been. Oh, man. This team is just in such, such shambles. Hey, we Spider have Spider-Man joining.
0: Spider-Man joined. Chase, how do you think the Panthers did today? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> <laughs> Can you say keep pounding? Uh, I think so. Say it.
1: So keep pounding. Keep, 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 keep pounding. All right. All right. Go see your mom for a little you done in a bit. All
0: right. Um, I don't know. Any other stats or anything you want to talk about? Uh, obviously, the kicking for them was not great. Three for five mm. for Joseph. Missed a couple of big ones, really, that kept the Panthers in the game. So, uh, other than that, you know, I don't really have much else to say.
1: I'm just dreading watching this team the rest of the season, if that makes any sense. Like, I feel like this team has regressed a lot every week. And Mm -hmm. last week's collapse, just, I feel like it's just shooting themselves in the foot now that they're bad. They're a bad team. They're just simply a bad team. They're probably going to get a top 10 pick because this coaching staff is bad. Phil Snow is the only thing that can su- kind of coach well, and he's struggling right now. He struggled against Minnesota. He got schooled by the offensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings and their players. <laughs> so, Joe Brady, he,
0: uh, you've I'm ready to all- send him out of town.
1: Me yeah. too. I. I I don't know if there's anybody else on this team but you're not innovative. You seem very bland. You don't you're not coaching up at this team at all who has weapons. It's just piss poor.
0: I'm and, really tired of hearing the Joe Brady love fest from the announcers and it, you know, I think the narrative now is that Joe Brady is good, but we haven't seen it. No. I mean, we had 4000 yard receivers last year, okay? That yeah, that's great. The offense still wasn't like putting up record-breaking numbers or anything. The no. offense wasn't super exciting to watch, and now it's there's a step back from that. It's just not been good. Um, I, yeah, I'm done with the Joe Brady love. I like I, I don't get it. I, I, he hasn't earned it.
1: So, do you think this team would have been better off with Teddy Bridgewater than Sam Darnold right now?
0: Yeah, and and we said that. I mean, both you and I both wanted to draft. Fields or Jones, both of them were there, right? Draft one of them, keep Teddy here. You already are paying him. Play him for that season. You know, halfway through, throw in the rookies if it's not working out. But I think even without Fields or Jones on the roster and just Teddy, this team is better. Yeah. Uh, Teddy's not exciting, but he doesn't, Teddy doesn't make those huge mistakes.
1: Yep. And that's what that's what Sam Darnold he, Sam Darnold's not leading this team and like the throws he makes but he yeah. is costing us with his throws that he's making.
0: Now I will say that I get why they went with Darnold. I did too. Because Teddy's not your Teddy's not your future. Okay? You're going with Darnold because you want to see if there's that untapped potential there, right? And if there is and if you discover that, then he is your QB for the next 15 years and that's great and really they didn't give up a ton to get him so I I understand it and I also understand the fact that this year was never supposed to be a Super Bowl year this year was never supposed to even be really a playoff year uh, when they started right I think this year is another building year they're hoping to get around 500 I think that's what most uh, what the, internally they would say really it was what their plan was. So, do but, you think
1: they are a five hundred team right now?
0: I, well, they uh, are a five hundred team right now. They're three and three. Well, <laughs> I not mean,
1: like by the end the of season, the I season, season, I
0: said they were they're going to be seven and ten, and I'm I'm sticking with that. I I I, I haven't seen anything that would make me waver from that.
1: Because right now, I'm I, I I had them at like ten wins, and I thought you know. Yeah. Okay, we can do this, especially at the beginning of the season. But this offense is not gelling. They're not getting better. They're getting
0: worse. It's it's just, yeah. And by, by the way, at, at the beginning of the year, I wasn't like upset with seven and ten because it shows improvement. That's all I want to see but, is improvement. Are you seeing going? Improvement? You know, expecting? Well, I, I did at the beginning of the year. I haven't seen these three games, but I think. There are there's opportunity for improvement as we move along. I mean, we're going to get Gilmore next week. That's really going to help the defense.
1: Yeah. Keith Taylor, I mean, that's going to help the
0: defense to... huge.
1: Keith Taylor uh, was being Sha- picked on. I th- yeah. Gilmore's not going to get picked on like that. Right. It's going to be going towards Dante Jackson who's having a phenomenal year, people. Yeah. It, even with these losses, he is playing
0: really good. He's playing great. Um Shaq is going to be back, right? Hopefully. In a couple of weeks probably. So that you're going to see a, a mess going to be a really big improvement on the defense. Now Frankie Luvu played really well today. Like I continue to love Frankie Luvu, and I'm very glad that he's on this team. Mm-hmm. Shaq Thompson is a, you know, a better player than Frankie Luvu is oh, yeah. and for Shaq Thompson is going to make a big improvement on that defense when he comes back. So, you know, and eventually CMC is hopefully going to come back. I mean, we can't count on that. We can't count on him being around for more than a game or two, but when he's in there, the Panthers are better. So, I think the Panthers have an opportunity. You know, as we get into the season a little more, to improve. They're playing the Giants next week. That really should be a win. That should be an easy win for the Panthers. I, it really I, should, should it? I'm not. I'm not putting it down as a win. But the, the the Giants are so bad, and like half their team is injured. I mean, it really should be one of those games that lines up really well for the Panthers. They lost 38 to 11 today, and they got that 11 late. So. I don't think the Panthers are in a terrible spot right now. They're still 3-3. and You know, if they go on a run, there's still opportunities to do something down the road. The the trade deadline's coming. Like, there's still a chance to improve the team. But I really don't think that fans should be expecting this year two of Matt Rule to be a playoff team. I wasn't beginning at the season, and I I don't see why we would now.
1: Yeah, I... I guess maybe I was getting hopeful, and I was really hopeful that because Sam Darnold was looking a little bit better than I was expecting. Because yeah. I, I never liked him coming out of college, and he finally showed glimpses at the beginning of the season. I was like, "Oh my gosh, maybe it was Adam Gase." No, no, Sam Darnold, you suck. And we're gonna be going into this off season looking for a quarterback again. Just, I'm just, I'm very that defeated sucks. the past couple years. And yeah, I, I don't mean, that, really that know if stuff. Matt Rule is really going to be the coach. Because this team is badly coached right now. And that's kind of part of my issues.
0: Yeah, they they, they were not prepared today uh, at all. Mm-hmm. On any any phase, they were not prepared to play this team. Something's got to change there. And you know what really sucks is that we don't have a bye until like week 13 or 14. So there's no chance to reset. You know, yeah. they're just, It's just going to keep coming. There's not a chance for them to really take time to look at the problems
1: well i mean that's the problem is they're even when they have time like halftime they they're mm -hmm. not making the correct adjustments they're just sticking to what they're doing and they're they're not succeeding that's what it's just so frustrating
0: another third quarter the panthers get outscored yeah uh, 13 to 7 in the third quarter of this game not great um all right let's uh what are we doing here heroes and zeros sure i uh do you remember our bets for this week i I had it was um, the third
1: quarter um if the vikings would outscore the panthers i lost because i was trying to be a panther homie and that's just not nope
0: yeah done Um, i'm
1: done looking at the (laughs) positive side for this done being an
0: optimist um, I think I had uh, Robbie Anderson over 120 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I'm going to stop predicting any Robbie Anderson uh, comeback games. Uh, I'm just, I have no faith in that anymore. So, uh, all right. Heroes and zeros. Um, gosh, I, I miss, I'll i start with my hero. I'll go with Frankie Luvu. Um Obviously had the big block on the punt that directly led to a touchdown. Had a couple other big defensive plays and uh yeah i mean in a game that featured a lot of poor play from the panthers i thought he stood out
1: (laughs) yeah i was probably gonna go with uh if not i'm gonna go zane gonzalez just because yeah i i I feel like your love i was gonna say honestly like i didn't feel terrified every kick he made so good job and you made him so and he made it you know 47 yarder that's not yeah that's not easy and it looked great i, I feel so. like we're no longer like sitting here looking at who's available <laughs> as a kicker
0: so right yeah i think he's gonna he's gonna last all right zeros uh, i'm gonna let you go first on this one
1: uh robbie anderson point blank okay. he, he yeah. dropped everything around him
0: yeah i agree um that th- we could rename this the robbie Anderson zero of the year award because or zero of the game because he he honestly is a contender every single week mm-hmm. i'm gonna go joe brady Oh yeah, uh, he was up there with mine. I, I mean, Joe Brady, really coaching staff overall, um, but Joe Brady especially, just not, not adjusting, not giving us anything to get excited about. Yeah, you know, the Panthers moved the ball in the fourth quarter at the very end because they had to. they were, but even then, it was fourth down miracle throws. Yeah, you know that that happened to work out. So it, up until then, the only way they moved the ball was from penalty yards. Yeah. So come on, Joe Brady. Like, earn your little genius moniker that you have. That you must believe because you're not putting in the work. I need to see more. I'm really tired of this offense. It sucks. It's boring to watch. The whole. I mean, the defense is fun to watch at times. This offense is never fun to watch. Mm-mm. No, I. And it should be because the players are. We have a lot of talent. Even with CMC out, there's still a lot of talent on the field. Yeah. I uh... use it.
1: But they don't want to use it, ju- Stephen. Don't you understand that?
0: Well, they need to. They need to. And don't call me that. <laughs> I, know he, I know what you almost called me. Uh, all right. <laughs> I think that's going to do it.
1: Yeah, I'm just so frustrated now. Um, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please f- let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meow Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmakespodcast.com. Leave us a five-star review on with a comment on Apple Podcasts. We'll read it on the show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube.
0: We will be back. Um, I don't know when we'll be back. Uh, at, at the very minimum, we'll be back on Friday with our preview for the New York Giants game. We may do something before that. Um, hopefully. We'll see. But until then, everyone, stay safe out there. Keep the faith and keep pounding. I <laughs>